Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. If you've never been an Audible customer and want to see what they offer, just go to www.audibletrial.com slash Excelsior Journeys and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title for free, and start listening. It's that easy. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And with this free 30-day trial, you'll have your pick of it all. You can hear books of all genres, narrated by Jim Dale, Stephen Fry, Will Patton, Alex Hyde-White, Jeff Brick, Neil Shaw, William Demerit, and even a few by me, George Soroy. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash Excelsior Journeys and start your own 30-day journey with Audible today. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. Hi, I'm George Soroy, and welcome to this very special episode of Excelsior Journeys. On February 13th, 2019, my high school drama teacher, Mr. Mac Dameron, passed away. He is somebody who had been with uh, Godwin High School for, for a few decades and had touched the lives of hundreds, if not thousands, of students. Uh, he was somebody very, very important to me. He's somebody that I had uh, had listed in my acknowledgments as one of the four teachers that really um, that really helped to shape me to become the person that I am. Um, the other three being Michael Mizaki, my sixth grade teacher, uh, Paige Witten, my twelfth uh, grade English teacher, and uh, Nancy Mahar, who was my uh, my preschool teacher, who actually was uh, the first one to really kind of you know reach out to my parents and just say like, "Hey, this kid's talented." So I decided that I wanted to put together like a tribute episode of Excelsior Journeys, and I invited some of uh, some of my fellow students to join me on this episode. So, uh, you'll be hearing from, um, you'll be hearing from Elizabeth Meggs, who is returning after, uh, being on the show a couple of weeks ago. Um, you'll hear from Kelly Wright Myers, who is a photographer, um, and, uh, and a damn good one. And you'll also hear from Shruli Brooker, who, um, who is, uh, who has gone on to, uh, become a musician and an animator. And so, Everyone, um, everyone here really deserves to be on their own Excelsior Journeys episode. Um, just having them together uh, was real magic. So the, you'll you'll be hearing, you know, some you know some overlapping, some interrupting, and everything. So just please, you know, bear with us. I I wanted to keep this as raw as humanly possible. So uh, by all means, I really hope uh, hope you all enjoy this episode. If there is enough demand for a future episode. Um, where more stories about Mr. Dameron can be told. Um, if you are a Godwin student, please reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. And those of you who are listening right now, I hope you're all uh, liking, subscribing, rating, reviewing. You know, share whatever episode really you know strikes you the most. And if you have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can reach me at uh, George H. Soroy, S-I-R-O-I-S, at gmail.com. And with that, on with the show. Is there a burning desire within to share your creativity with the rest of the world? Do you insist on pursuing your passion by any means necessary? 
then you are on an Excelsior journey, and you are not alone. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. My name is George Soroy. Thank you so much for being here. And if you are in the St. Louis area, please be sure to stop by Clayton Studios at uh, off of Big Ben Boulevard. I will be speaking there on Wednesday, February 27th. If you're in the area and if you're listening to this show on the day that this, uh, that this has gone live, then um, I'll be there the, the, the very next day talking about podcasting from A to Z. And I'm looking forward to seeing all of you and getting to know all of you and getting to hear about your own podcasting journey. Now, you always wind up uh, experiencing different people that are there specifically to kind of guide you onto where you are going to be in life. And I am very fortunate. I consider myself blessed to have had um, Mr. Mac Dameron as one of those people in my life. And I am happy to say that I am one of hundreds maybe even thousands of people who can say the same thing. Uh, Mr. Dameron, um, who I will always just refer to as Mr. Dameron, was my drama teacher at Mills E. Godwin High School in Richmond, Virginia. Um, I took art in uh, seventh grade, eighth grade, and ninth grade in my first three years in Richmond. And then for my last three years in Richmond, I decided to shift over to drama. And I enjoyed it so much that um, that it actually kind of kick-started my love for it. It got me back into drama. I was a drama kid growing up and, um, and it led me to audition for and get into the theater department at Marymount Manhattan College, uh, which is where I, you know, rediscovered my love of writing. And that's what really kind of got me along the path that I am right now. That would not have happened if I had not gone through uh, drama one, two, and three. And if Mr. Dameron did not have the sort of faith in me that he did. Um, and on February 13th, um, 2019, on my mother's birthday, no less, um, uh, we lost Mr. Dameron. And he, um, he, had, he had been in failing health for quite a while. Um, but uh, he, thankfully, he knew that the theater that he called home for decades um, over at the high school was going to be renamed in his honor. Um, the fact that he knew that that was already happening is a real blessing um, because he needed to know, you know, like if he didn't know, then I honestly don't know what else could have been said or could have been done to let him know just how much he meant to so many people. And um as we remember, Mr. Dameron, um, and if, in fact, if you are in the Richmond, Virginia area, be sure to get over to Godwin High School on Saturday, March 23rd, so you can, um, so you can be there for his theater dedication. I'm not sure if I can be there, but I really hope that, uh, I really hope we pack the place because um, he deserves that. He deserves every single seat in that place taken. Um, and with me this uh for this for this very special episode of excelsior journeys i have uh, i have a handful of students that went through drama one two and three with me and have gone on to um to take everything that he had learned uh that he had taught us and set out on our own journeys i have uh Swilly brooker uh Swilly, if you can say hello hey thank you george for for doing this 
No, th thank you so much for being here, man. I have, um, I have Kelly Wright Myers. Kelly? Hello. I'm so excited to be part of this. Um, and, I'm, and I'm so glad you're here, too. And returning, my first returning guest at, at Accessible <laughs> Journeys. Uh, and sad circumstances. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm, obviously, we wish it could be, could be more so. But how perfect was it that the episode that we, were, that, that we recorded, that, was, you know, that you and I recorded together, um, artist Elizabeth Meggs, um, how perfect was it that that basically wound up being the last episode that he would hear? Um, oh. And I really, to which I really hope he did. <laughs> so, um, but he knew about your tribute to it based on um, your online post. I think, um, thank you, George, for doing this. It's wonderful to say hi to Kelly and Cerule and you. And we love Mr. Dameron so much. And this is a wonderful tribute to him. Yeah. And, and there, there are going to be a, um, possibly a couple more people that are going to be joining in uh, throughout this episode. So basically what, um, what, I, what I'm going to start off with, I'm going to start off basically with, uh, with my own experience, really kind of getting to know Mr. Dameron. So um, this was the time that I you know, got to say one, two, how do you do to him? and mm -hmm. drama one um and during this time you know like i honestly had no idea what to expect um and i was i was greeted i would say i, I was i was i was it was made known to me just how much of an interesting character mr dameron was uh because whenever the place would get unruly which was often um yeah <laughs> He knew how to silence the room, and that was, you know, that was a good old-fashioned, yo, right to, you know, that reached the rafters that weren't there in the, in the classroom, but somehow found a way there. Um, and it was, it was just, it was really interesting just kind of getting to know him because he, very quickly, he became someone that you didn't want to disappoint. Um, you knew and that, he, he was uh, a great actor himself. Like he had all yeah. kinds of acting experience. So when he decided to be effective in quieting the room, it was pretty easy for him to do that just with the right shout or, or saying something with a uh, voice level three. Didn't he teach us like voice level one, two, and three? Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> so he would go like voice level three to quiet the room. And really, uh, I mean, it's still to me is a miracle that he took like 14 and 15 year olds and our class was like a zoo and somehow miraculously turned that into a professional level Broadway style production on stage. I don't know how he did it. I mean, I think he was yeah. a mastermind. <laughs> he really was. So, um, so let me, let me turn, let me turn the, um, turn this, this piece over to our guest. Um, truly, what was your first um, reaction to, to Mr. Dameron, like as a teacher in general? Um, so, uh, so when I started off, like, uh, in, you know, I decided, I had decided like in middle school at some time that I wanted to be a, a film director. Mm -hmm. And, um, so when I started off my freshman year in high school, uh, there was no film or anything like that, but I thought maybe I should get to know acting. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I'm, I took theater as one of my electives. That was sort of my intention of it. And um, we had these auditions for, for Dracula. 
they did this production um, of Dracula. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wasn't Scott McGinnis was Dracula, right? He was one of them. There was like okay. three Dracula. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a small cast, right? So they had like a bunch of, you know, I had been like a very uncomfortable person, you know, my my like my entire youth and adolescence was being just like feeling like I was very icky. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah, I think we all do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, my, yeah, I mean, because mine was. <laughs> yeah, I think I agree. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt, like, just uncomfortable in my own skin and icky about myself. And I remember, like, going through the audition process, and, and I ended up, like, reading for the part of Renfield. Oh, and, nice. And it was awesome. And I, like, I made it to the final audition, and it, it came down to me. And Archie Dan. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. And Archie wiped the floor with me. <laughs> <laughs> he wiped the floor with me. Well, he was older. You have to say he'd had like more experience. So like your defense, he had he was older. He's also one of the gifted people I've ever seen. I know, on but you are too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, he, I mean, he like, whatever. I, I was, I was, but so I ended up not getting, you know, getting cast. But, but I was, I, I like that was the first moment that I tasted like the stage a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, there was a little bit of this weird feeling about like, you know, like I'm so insecure and I don't like myself at all. But for some reason, when I put myself on display in front of all these people. <laughs> 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 is really it's it's really something about that isn't it you know like you really have to have like a special kind of wiring to be able to use something that makes you so vulnerable as this wonderful you know drug really that you know you just gotta just gotta hold on to it's, with it's, acting yeah. you're becoming someone else too so it's yeah. worth pointing Absolutely. out like it's not you it's the character you're playing yeah <laughs> right well i I have to tell you, um, my, I have twin brother and sister who are much, much younger than me. And my sister is like that. Now she just, she's got her first year of college under her belt, but she is in the theater. I mean, she's the most incredible performer and she is just so unsure of herself. And I've asked her like, why is it that you're so unsure of yourself, but you get out on stage and you're just like this unstoppable force. And that's what she always says, because I can be somebody else. Mm-hmm. Did she study with Mr. Dameron Kelly? No, she didn't. They okay. they grew up in Florida. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but I'm We're sure you've encouraged her. I bet I bet, I bet I, Mr. Dameron's influence helped you encourage her a lot. Absolutely. I think you guys. I really apologize. I just think that I totally went off on my first experience about me, but but where Dameron fell into that, and I yeah. just really want to talk. About totally you know i apologize i no, don't have to say no i mean that's it's that, what it's it's something that you know that he that he brought you know he brought that uh, the fact that he was you know it at the end of the day it's his call about you know like who is getting in but it's also about you know like who wasn't getting who wasn't going forward in the process right the fact he made it all the way to the finals going up against you know basically a seasoned pro, you know, as, you know, as, you know, as, as he was, um, 
but getting that far, I mean, like that already shows that, you know, that he saw something in you. Yeah, it did. And it, more than anything, it made me realize that there was like this whole universe of people that their orbit was around Dameron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was this whole like, you know, there was like four, you know, there's four grades, right? And there yep. was like yeah. theater, all of them, and they all orbited Dameron and every show was like a major orbit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that was the first time that I saw that, like, he was like, like a Pied Piper, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Guess, it uh, is. That, that so resonates with me because it's exactly, it's exactly how it was. It's exactly right. And I think yep. his influence will just be exponential. There's no way to really quantify it, but I think even just like, you guys with your children, you might introduce them to theater much sooner than you would have had you not studied with Mr. Dameron and that will affect their lives and then they might do the same thing. And so it's just his influence, it's beautiful. It will go on and on and on and on. And I think he lives on in his students and everything that he did. Yeah, I mean, that's, um, he, has, he has an amazing legacy. You know, that, uh, that, that, oh, he, yeah. that that he's leaving behind you know there's so you know just so many so many wonderful people that would not have been where they were if it were if it was not for him and i mean like we you know, like yes we were all in in drama one two three you know together but at the same time you know like we've all gone on to kind of find ourselves afterwards but that doesn't happen if Mr. Dameron doesn't give us the tools to let us do that. And yeah, yeah. there's people that, that have gone on to the stage or a film um, as actors or actresses, you know, but then, you know, I, you know, like I've gone on, I've found that my true passion really is writing, you know, like, um, you know, Elizabeth is with painting, Kelly's is, is with photography. Surely, my God, like everything that you were doing, you know, like between, yeah. you know, um, you know, music, and you're still doing animation, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, the sort of, the sort of work that you're doing is just, it's mind-blowing. You know, this is, this, this is a, not only is it, a, is this a great way for us to kind of, like, get together and share our thoughts about Mr. Dameron, but at the same time, like, you guys are on Excelsior Journeys yourself. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you Love guys, you guys, My, it's uh, like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> a couple of years ago, they had something at Godwin for, for the theater department that I unfortunately wasn't able to make, but my parents actually went to. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because my, my parents were so thankful to Mac. Yeah. 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 I, I, actually, I actually called him D. That was my term for him. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I just, I just called him D. You know, that was my true, <laughs> true. Whatever. Somehow it came to D. You know. Did your brother study <laughs> yeah. with him? Because I remember your brother's. Everyone. He was on the football team, right? And he was nick. Was your brother nicknamed Chunk because he was like yeah. a beefy football player? Did he study with Mr. Dameron? Oh no no no. Okay. No no. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like. <laughs> Well, my brother um, also took drama for four years, and he actually got suspended b- during one of the plays. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, oh, so I'll tell you the story real fast. 
my older brother, um, and it's funny, I, I don't think, it's not nothing I need to keep in confidence. It was um, a very lighthearted thing. Um, they're really, you know, it's not controversial or anything, but it was during the taming of the shrew and, yeah. um, he heard someone in the audience yell, a friend of his yelling his name. And he thought, my brother thought he was backstage sort of jokingly. It was in pure jest and humor. He made like a hand gesture to his friend just, but he thought he was totally obscured. But unfortunately, uh -oh. he wasn't, and people saw him make kind of a rude gesture with his hand uh -oh. at the friend shouting his name. I think he he did that just because, like, he thought you you know you're shouting my name. It's so embarrassing or whatever. But um, yeah. unfortunately, the whole audience saw it, and it was not appropriate for the whole audience, and so he got in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> no. but it worked out oh, okay. No. I mean, it wasn't like too too serious. It was. It ended up being funny in the end. So, and I think for me, the main thing is just Mr. Dameron's sense of humor, because I felt like our school was really pretty strict and tough, which was great in terms of preparing us for college. But at the same time, we needed a place to be able to laugh and breathe and be ourselves. Yeah. And Mr. Dameron provided oh, yeah. that. I think he probably saved a lot of kids' lives, honestly. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he was definitely, uh, you can definitely see the kind of on the way he was always trying to push the envelope and it really showed in the shows that he would put on um the fact that yeah. um that um when i was when i was a junior and and i was doing the and i was working on the variety show and that was when i had written a sketch um and it uh, i had a classmate try to perform it it wasn't working mr Dameron was calling it boring and then I basically just kind of got in front of the director and Mr. Bameron and the rest of the crew behind the scenes. And I just said, no, this is how it's supposed to be. And I went ahead and um, performed the role just right in front of them. And they were just like, fine, you do it. And so, um, so I wound up doing it. And it was like my first time on stage in four years. And, um, and it felt like it was second nature as soon as I stepped on that stage. And... Um, it was just a great feeling to be able to do that. And the very next year, um, my senior year, uh, the, the show that he chose in, and this is Richmond, Virginia. This is very, you know, you know, conservative, you know, kind of area. <laughs> what does he, what does he show? What does he decide to put on greater tuna? Started out. It was originally, it was originally like a, a show that was like, it, it was basically kind of like almost making fun of the Ku Klux Klan, you know, and saying yeah. that there was, that there was like a, you know, one character was doing like a Klan meeting and it was just like, it was so out there. The fact that he actually, I, I'll, I'll just say it. And that he had the balls to do it. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and you know, the fact, you know, he wound up having to scale some things back. He had to, you know, because, uh, we had to make some changes to the radio station and, you know, take one character and say like, no, he's not in the clan. He's doing a VFW you know, hall thing. Um, and truly you were there, you were right there with me on that. You know, like, what was your experience doing you, that? You, I, have, I have quite a you, few. You owned that show. You were <laughs> oh, thank you. you. Thank were you so remarkable. much. And, and I wouldn't have done that if, if he didn't, 
if he didn't have the faith in me because that was my first you know like you you rocked the you you rocked the the audition for dracula getting all the way you know down as far as you did that was your first audition for him you know like a few years before that this was my first audition for a show ever you know like for Whoa. him and you got the lead part you had been like a dedicated theater nerd yeah <laughs> that is true that 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 is true i will go i will definitely own that <laughs> you know uh which is really funny because the the all the all the monologues and all the scenes that i was always picking they were never from plays they were from movies that just oh. seemed to be like my where my go-to for material yeah. and um and so one of the you know like my final monologue that i did my junior year uh was from good morning vietnam and so I did like a full on Robin Williams thing, you know, like one moment that, that I will always remember in my life was I made Mr. Dameron laugh during that <laughs> one moment was cracking up. And that was just like, I am taking that to my grave. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember speaking of like funny incidents, I remember, and I won't name names. I won't name names truly. But I think I think Struly was in Struly was in the cast. This was for the miser, so he probably remembers this. Um, I can't remember if you and Kelly and George were in this. So just remind me if you were. But um, okay. uh, the miser, like we were having a really early rehearsal, uh, and Mr. Dameron told us to just like run lines with our basic blocking on stage, and so we were rehearsing. Mr. Dameron wasn't in the room. And since it really was sort of a zoo and everyone was going bonkers, um, someone who will not be named um, decided to moon the rest of the cast across the stage. <laughs> and it was just at that moment that Mr. Dameron walked in. <laughs> and I remember the look on his face so well. He just stopped in his tracks. And he just, it was like right after school, he just loudly bellowed at us. I'm going home now. And he turned around and left. <laughs> I think he was just like, enough. I, this is just too much. <laughs> oh, I will have to say, I don't, I was not in the miser. Oh, okay. Okay. Then yeah, I'm getting my exhausted. memories wrong. But... I honor <laughs> At least is... if it was in <laughs> that's fantastic it probably was truly that just a different production it could have been i might i probably am foggy on the memory <laughs> oh, that's great. that is so great that's pretty fantastic and you know what the best part is is that this is recorded for all of us to enjoy for years to come <laughs> yes well, that's why i'm not yes. naming any names because it's like but right. it, just we had so many funny things and i think we needed that desperately because so much of the focus oh, was yeah. like getting the grades and taking the SATs and the standardized tests. And a lot of our classes were just rigorous and demanding and, you know, preparing yeah. for college. And I think all of us desperately needed just a place to have some fun and laugh and be yeah. ourselves. We and I think that. Mr. Dameron knew yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think just like how lucky we were to be graced with his intelligence and talent and sense of humor and warmth and sensitivity i mean and i honestly think if he had 
taken his talents and like decided to focus his career on Broadway or film, that he would have been, have won some Tony awards or some Oscars. Really. I just think we're so lucky that he decided like, I'm going to focus on high school students. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, it's a, it's a blessing for sure. And, you know, I feel too, like, you know, ever since he passed, well, even before that, you know, when the news came out that the theater was being dedicated to him and then so sadly and so soon afterwards that he's passing and, you know, these emails and these posts and just conversation between all of us, not just those, you know, they're here on the call, but outside of it. But I just feel like I have to say it out loud that is as incredibly important as he was to me and the things that he meant for me personally, that same sentiment goes out to all of you as well. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, you know what I mean? I mean, and here we are 25 years later talking, laughing, excited to talk to one another, remembering. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know, honestly, you know, we, we're talking before the podcast really began. I mean, what drama and those classes and that experience and those memories meant to me, it, it just, it, God willing, I get to be an old lady and it'll last me a lifetime. Oh. And at the helm, and at the helm of all of that was Mr. Damron. And I just, I just believe he was a godsend. And we were talking about how he was there for me personally and things that I was going through in high school. And I had some great teachers, but none like, none like him. He was truly incredible. I mean, he was, he was just incredible. He was a hundred percent, no matter who or what your God looks like, he was a godsend to all of us. I agree. Yeah, I really agree. Absolutely. Yeah, and he was um, an angelic. He was an angelic character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and not, that, that and really true, perfect. You know, he definitely was very human. It wasn't like he was super perfect or anything. Like he, I think he really embraced the humanity of every student and and all the differences we had and all the struggles we were going through and um, just in this sensitive, beautiful, funny way, um, yeah. made us all feel comfortable. And I think that's one reason yeah. we have such good friendships and memories because we really felt comfortable being ourselves. We didn't feel too self yeah. We could like open up to each other too during that time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He created then, one of the, one of the things that was a big shock to me when I went to college and I pursued theater in college initially and the reason why I ended up leaving theater in college was because for me theater in high school was like it's like a life preserver yes yeah and and going into college it became like it was like divas (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. like and like and like you know competition and and you know probably what it's more really like in the world yeah uh but i appreciated the like you know as cliched as it's going to sound like you know it provided me a family yeah Yeah, no it's not cliche yeah it really is it really is truly something special it is it is a family and i i shared we we spoke a bit before we got started you know 
and I don't want it to be my sob story, but it kind of is. I mean, at home, my family was crumbled. It was, and it crumbled in the most devastating way. Mm. And as a 16, 17 year old kid, I mean, I was just like, what is going on? You know, and nobody gives you the tools to deal with your parents divorcing and a nasty divorce and, you know, all that sort of thing. And you guys, and like I said, Mr. Dameron at the helm in this just beautiful, unwavering, paternal, loving way that became my, okay, well that's crumbled, but I have this Mm -hmm. and it, and it's, I think that's why I say, I mean, it's just memories and uh, an affection for all of you and Mr. Dameron that truly will last me a lifetime. I mean, it was a blessing and not just for the friendships and the laugh, but also from an academic perspective, it was okay. Education isn't just about grades and studying and papers and typing. It's education can also be about creating. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think we all, we had quite a sophisticated education in theater and acting and directing and talking about things like Uta Hagen, Shakespeare, absurdist theater. And honestly, if I'm around people who are like Broadway or off Broadway or in television or filmmaking, um, they're surprised at my knowledge of those topics. And it's all just from my high school theater classes and and that they're surprised by what I know that I learned from high school theater so I think Mr. Dameron really you know truly a great educator um in terms of the content of what he exposed us to you really really you really know the kind of educator you have when you're when you feel yourself becoming a better person without really knowing it like it just <laughs> yeah. starts to, it just starts to happen and it starts to happen because of the tools that he is giving you and that's what he did that's what he did with me i can you know i can safely say that with me because i um as i told as i told elizabeth um right at the beginning of our conversation that period of time for me 7th grade 8th grade ninth grade 10th grade that was for me, I will, you know, like I always say that was a dark time for the rebellion. Because <laughs> we're not, yeah. you know, like I was, I was just not right in the head. I didn't, my self-worth, my self-confidence, like everything was just shot. And because yeah. he had the faith in me to do what I, you know, what he basically set out for me to do. Um, the fact that, you know, the fact that you know, my first audition for him, and he gives me three roles in the show, with one of them being a lead. I'll never forget that. Um, yeah. Letting, you know, giving me, um, when we were doing, um, when we did our exchange trip in the spring of 1994 with uh, the students of Manhasset, Long Island. Um, and uh, Manhasset, if you're listening, hi. Um, <laughs> woo woo, Manhasset. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was it was, a, it was a wonderful time. And, you know, like it was not only did we all do, you know, like did we all perform uh, the brick and the rose together as our big, you know, like our big, you know, ensemble piece, but he gave me, he, he gave me a solo spot to do a monologue. And it was a monologue that, you know, that, you know, I 
I was, you know, I made them laugh, you know, doing that monologue. And I was able to make those students laugh. And it was that sort of reaction that just, it's, it's one of those things. It's just like, it's just like when you get, when, you know, I'm, I'm sure that when he heard that he was getting the theater dedicated to him, it's validation. You have those moments and everything. It was just like, yes, that is, that's what I was, you know, trying to get. And you're, and it propels you forward the rest of the way. And that he instilled this lifelong confidence in so many young people that will, just be lasting and they'll give that to their children and and who knows you know how exponential it can be um you know it's sort of like the idea that stars in the sky that we can see on planet earth um some of them have died out but we're still able to see their light reach just now reaching earth like 400 years later i feel like mr dameron exuded this light into the world and it will live on way beyond his time here on planet earth um just in his students and all the people he touched um through the great shows his audiences his students um you know it's just like i think he led a great life in my mind he's an example of someone who just had a life well lived even though we think we all wish it would be a longer life but just this beautiful life that's going to um have such an effect from now on um I, I just think how lucky we were, you know, and, but I think what a great example of how to live life well, how to be so caring and nurturing and bring culture and community to so many people. I mean, we were so lucky yeah. to be a part of his sphere. Yeah. It made me like, one of the things that touched me the most was seeing like the, you know, this sort of outpouring of love for, for Mr. Dameron, uh, but it came from like lots of generations, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. like, you know, I was at Godwin from, from uh, 91 to 95. Yeah. Uh, but there's, you know, I saw people from, you know, uh, 99 to 2003, you know what I mean? There's yeah. like lots of people from, and it seems like that, you know, all the way up until, you know, even you know, recently, um, and it just, that's so, that's so cool to me that it was always, whoever was there at the, in the theater department with him during that time, they felt like they were the central cast of characters in his life. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, like um, now, uh, Shruli, you got into, you got into the Thespian Society, correct? Yeah. During that time? Okay. Yes. Um, and um that moment, you know, like, uh, yeah, just, you know, getting into that, talk about, you know, like, uh, talk about validation and everything. Like, I mean, when those, those moments between like the, you know, getting, you know, selected to, you know, be in the Thespian Society and then, and then being up for the faculty medallion, you know, senior year, um, yeah, that's, that's, you know, you definitely want to really talk about validation there because, um, I'll never forget the, the week's leading up to that everyone was just like who do you think is going to get it and every name in in my class was being thrown out there except mine everyone was just like oh it's going to be this guy because he did this and this and this and and like or it's going to be her because she did this and this and this and this they only take that senior year into account um Mm -hmm. and it was thankfully 
you know, because that was really where I was able to do the most during my, during my senior year. That's when the gloves came off. That's where the confidence went up. And all of a sudden, Hey, I actually know what I'm doing here. And that's when you, you came out of your shell your senior year. Yeah. It, it felt like it. Yeah, it really did. I still remember sitting, you know, sitting there at the, at the, the senior honors assembly and Mr. Dameron stands up and I'm waiting to hear so many different names and you know like i'm not going to mention them right now but at the same time you know like they still deserved to be up there they still deserved to, right. to be the you know they they all did you know great work but then mr mcginty our principal goes ahead and calls out my name <laughs> and i was just like just stunned and i look over to i look over to my left and there you are surely sitting at the bleachers and motioning me just like go up it's you he called your name he called you george <laughs> that was your oscars moment it really was but at the same time it's just like it's it's knowing it's knowing that you got nominated and won at the same time it's just like yeah. it's not like yeah but everyone because we are we are recording during oscar night and everything so you know congratulations to everyone who won <laughs> But at the same time, um, right. you know, there's, it's one thing to be known, you know, like to be, you know, you know, given that, you know, that time when you are never even considered you know, in, you know, like by so many people to be even nominated and all of a sudden you yeah. get that. And so I remember just like, I just like, remember just kind of almost floating up there and I walk up to Mr. Cameron and the first thing he says is take your cap off. <laughs> so like, oh Yeah. <laughs> So I take the cap off so you can actually put the medallion around my neck. I put it on there. I said, you know, like I, and um, I put the cap, you know, cap back on and everything. And I just said to him, thank you. And all he said afterwards was, you earned it. That was my John Bender fist in the air. Simple Minds is playing in the background. You know, just like that, that was my moment. Thank, I knew you were going to get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> and that's stuck with you your whole life too. Uh, it was, it, and, and that sort of moment, it was just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make something of myself here. Yeah. And it's because, of, it's because of theater and it's because of that man who had faith in me that I could do it. And um, that's something I will never, ever, ever forget. He would be missed so much. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's hard to even imagine him not here because he was such a force. Yeah. Yeah, he really was. He was a force. In, and uh, just the way that, uh, the way that you described it was perfect. An angelic character. You know, that's really, yeah. what, that's really what he was. He was just full of, he was a character. He was, a, he, was <laughs> he was just well, a, like you guys he was very entertaining when he would get blustery. Oh, yeah. oh God! Yes. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. And you know that there were, and you know there were people that were that were there specifically to push those buttons and to come <laughs> off to do that. Man, there were so there's so many moments between that and I, like uh, the stage the stagecraft class that I took. Yeah, he was definitely. Uh, he he definitely had his moments where he was just going off. You know, like but, <laughs> you know. You know, I don't remember anything necessarily specific, but I just remember, like, overall thinking that one of the most hysterical relationships, if you will, that he had with a student that was the funniest was his with Rebecca. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. How they, like, they both, like, would yell at each other, or there would be some kind of thing where she was yelling 
and he'd yell at her. I don't know. It's just like hilarious. Well, I think Rebecca's, Rebecca's revenge was Blythe Spirit. <laughs> yep. Say it. Say it again. When, when so George, I think you had already like you, you'd already left, right? You already yeah. left. So my senior, year, we did we did Blythe Spirit. Yes. Mm. Yes. Care and, you, um, yeah, you, yeah, Rebecca. And and Rebecca was like cast as like as the as the as the the maid. Yes. And, um, and it was like her, like it was like the, finally the time that she got on stage, you know. And yeah. she totally stole that whole show. <laughs> nice. Yeah. She like she rocked that show like so hard. I have a question. Do you guys remember? I could be wrong about this, um, but I remember that Mr. Dameron hated Annie the musical. Like he really hate didn't like it. And I remember one day, just to get on his nerves, I vaguely remember Rebecca running into the sound booth and locking the door and like blasting Annie the music (laughs) from it. (laughs) And he was just like, "Stop! (laughs) Stop!" Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's Rebecca, fantastic. Rebecca, I so wish you, you could have joined us for this. The, uh, I know. I wish, yeah. I wish she could be here, Archie, everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just Absolutely. so many great moments. So many great you know, And uh, so like, I remember we were talking about, uh, we were talking about Greater Tuna, um, right, you know, like um, before, uh, before we started the, before we started the show. And um and in fact, you know, just just so just so you know, uh, lis- listeners, um, I will be kind of going through that material that was done before the show, and I'm gonna you know kind of pick and choose a, a few moments to kind of uh, release some bonus footage. If not, if not with this episode, but at least for like a future episode or something. But you know, like it definitely needs to be heard. Uh, but there was um, when we were working on when we were doing Greater Tuna, uh, Cerule and I were you know we were both on on the show, and. You you might remember this too, surely. Um, the last performance, the last performance, that seemed to be the time when, you know, like all the technical snafus would happen, and one in particular was uh, was was I just re- will never forget this, um, and it was one of those like what the hell just happened moments, and basically like the way that the the show kind of wraps up. Uh, one one uh, one actor, uh, Joey Bland. Uh, Joey, if you're out there, hi. Um, no, I wish you were here. Yeah, um, and he was doing he was doing his VFW hall. Joey's character. gone on to have an amazing career. Like I, he, I, he's like in like Second City. Yeah. Really? He's like he, he went on to like he does like he's a serious improv guy. Like he's doing he's rocking it. Awesome. That's awesome. awesome. Wow. wow! Yay! Yay, Joey! Glad to hear it. Hope I think he needs an Excelsior point. Journey podcast. I was just saying, you know, <laughs> yeah, come on, on the show. Man. So, so he, so he's doing his VFW Hall character, and he's basically just like trying to call up this meeting to order, and he's going like, "All right, come on, everybody!" And the very next scene, the, what what's supposed to happen is he does his moment, and then the the spotlight goes off, and then goes on Shruli, and Shruli is there with his dog Yippy, and he's supposed to put the dog down but he doesn't want to at the very end and winds up actually befriending him because earlier he was trying to you know put it on the radio that you know anyone who wants this dog you know come and get this dog and all of a sudden you know so 
on our show, everything else was going great. You know, the Friday, the Thursday show, the Saturday show, you know, like everything was going just fine. Then Sunday comes around. And so, um, so Joey goes out there and just goes like, all right, everybody, you know, gather around. And then all of a sudden the spotlight goes off of him and then right on Cerule. And he just goes, listen, which is his first line. And then the spotlight goes back off of Cerule and goes back on Joey. And everyone is just like, what the hell just happened? And we know that Mr. Dammon was saying the exact same thing, like yelling into, in, into the headset. What the hell just happened? Uh, you know, like, do you remember, you remember that, right? When that happened? No. <laughs> no? I see Yen roll that and I was like, no. <laughs> I swear to you this happened. I swear, swear to you, listen, this was a great moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, loving it. I'm, loving it. I'm reliving it. Oh, really? I'm curious, like, what you will share from Mr. Darren with your children. I mean, so I, I, it hit me really hard when I heard the news. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting it. Like, I saw, like, a couple months back, like, Dan, like Dameron posted something about going into hospice. Yeah. And I yeah. Mean, like, I was like, hospice? You know, like, question mark, exclamation point. Like, you know, what? Yeah. Like, no, I'll be fine, you know, whatever. They're going to be able to come in for the dedication. You know, like, it, you know, it falls out on... Like the big the, the big Lebowski, I don't I don't roll on Shabbos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like trying to figure out how I could get there to come on Saturday night. Yeah. Um and um and you know, whatever. I was I was in touch with him a little bit. I was just really touched. He was he like like I got a lot of really sweet messages from him, you know, the last couple of years really encouraging and uh whatever I'm, I'm really bummed that we like i was trying to figure out you know maybe i'll still try to figure out how to get there you know for saturday night whatever yeah. I, I mean i i think it's totally appropriate you know yeah yeah, yeah. i think yeah. certainly yeah but um but you asked me about what i told my kids i mean i you know i i explained to my kids like my kids know that i had like you know hard time adjusting you know as a young person and i always tell them you know if they feel maybe that they're not fitting in 100 percent, like you know you'll find your tribe eventually yeah, um, yeah. But, but it was really like that was that was dameron's crew like that was the theater department at, at godwin that was my you know that was the you know, I called it like, you know, the, you know, the freaks and geeks, you know what I mean? I find it <laughs> yeah. Play it. yeah. Like, yeah, it really worked. Yeah. But it's, see, it's funny to me to hear you guys all say that you felt like you didn't fit in because I always felt like you all, three all seemed super confident. And like, before uh, I studied with Mr. Okay. Dameron, I would be so nervous to speak in public that like my knees and hands would shake or like my voice would lock up. And then after we had experiences in his class, like I remember one of the exercises, he had us act like animals on stage. You know, you have to act <laughs> like a zebra on stage or something. Yeah, yeah, once, you do things, <laughs> yeah once you do things oh. like that, you become a lot less nervous on stage. And so, but I mean, 
so I think he definitely helped me feel more confident as a person, yeah. but I'm surprised to hear you guys didn't feel confident because you all seemed really confident to me. So, well, <laughs> I'll tell you, I think perspective is incredible, right? Because I was not confident. I was a hot wreck. And I remember in drama class, I always, um, really sorely, I always looked up to you. I really respected your talent. I thought you were one of the best of the best. I mean, and I'll never forget, Mr. Dameron, say it again. Oh, I just said definitely. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, truly, I really did. I respected you 100% personally and your ability to act. And, and I remember we, I, we were doing some improv work in class, and Mr. Dameron got – I don't know if you remember this. You probably won't. But Mr. Dameron got you and I up on that stage in the classroom. And he just gave us this thing. I don't know. You know, it would start with something. And then you and I had to play back and forth. And we were sitting there. And we were going through the jungle. And we were taking fire. And I totally <laughs> hung with you the whole way. And I thought, well, holy shit. If I can hang with him, then, you know, maybe, maybe there's a little bit more inside of me than I thought. Yeah. You know, maybe I can do this. Now, I never acting is not my gift. It never was my gift other than my incredible, glorious gentleman, gentleman line and Hamlet. You know, I was just excited to be there and to be part of the production and to be part of the logistics. And, you know, that, that's where I really enjoyed the experience was more backstage. Um, but it was truly at times just that confidence builder, like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm capable of more than I've given myself credit for. Yeah. 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 So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Wow. Do you say that affects you as a photographer now and as a mom now? Well, Just like that confidence? No, no, not at all. I mean, it's something I, I mean, I've always battled. Um, you know, I was in photography for a while. You know, I shared a bit of this before also. And, tried to make money at it by doing weddings, which I'll still kind of come out of retirement and do a few weddings here and there for people that I know. But it's like this competitive, I'm looking at what other photographers do and comparing myself. And as a mom, I mean, I fail every day. I mean, I am a good mom. I love my girls. I mean, they're incredible and they've taught me so much. But when it comes to my art, if you will, the photography, I've shut all that down. And I don't want to get paid to do anything. I just want to do, it's like getting back to that, just creating and for, to do nothing else other than just to satisfy my own creative need. And you won't find a Kelly Myers photography website. You won't find a Facebook page. I've just kind of gone back to what got me into it. And that is with anything that doesn't talk back, <laughs> you know, whether that's a raindrop <laughs> or a flower or something that doesn't have an opinion I just I just want to create and so that's my link to drama as well to just be able to create it's just this beauty whatever our art is whether it's playing the harmonica or writing a book <laughs> or an incredible painting or a photograph I mean it is I don't want to get too corny about it and I, I hate even saying corny because I don't think so it is a connection to the divine I mean it's a gift mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. And Mr. So, Dameron really showed us how to take it seriously, too. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that creating something, no matter what your art is, 
it matters. It really matters. Yeah, so, it really is. Yeah. And yeah, I, um, it's, it really, it really is something, you know, like I, I just consider myself so blessed to have been in that room with all of you, with the rest of the yeah. students, with Mr. Dameron, you know, just, it really was one of those moments that you just, you know, you think of as like, the, that was a pinnacle point in my life. That's when everything, Absolutely. <laughs> that's when everything took a turn and became, and got me on the road to becoming who I am. And I'd give anything to hear him shout at us or laugh at us again. I do think I became, I do think that I became me in, in his classroom. Yeah. 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 I, I just, I just wish that I, it's, it, just thinking back, on, you know, just thinking back on it, it was just like one of those things where it's just like, it just, I can't help but beat myself up because I had, you know, like the fact that I was Facebook friends with him for so long. Yeah. I should have just said, come on the show. I should. Oh you know, like, yeah. And Do any of you guys remember Harry Henderson's story? I don't remember that. And it seems like a lot of people are talking about it and I can't, I don't think I heard it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I ever heard it either. I, I just remember like everything with greater tuna was such a blur that, you know, that I don't remember yeah. any sort of. Well, uh, and if he said it, before, if it's something that he shared before every performance to the audience, none of us would have heard it because we were all backstage. Right. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, I don't remember that either. I mean, I vaguely, I don't know. It's like when I saw that, I was like, it kind of sounds familiar, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember it. So it's definitely something you know, like I, you know, like, um, I really hope that we're able, you know, that I'm able to kind of like keep this open channel, you know, for all of, you know, like Mr. Dameron's other students, you know, please, you know, all of you, please comment, please subscribe, please, you know, like, you know, share this episode get it out there and everything because um you know people just need to know just how not only how much he meant to to us but i really hope that for all of the listeners that did not that were not fortunate enough to have met him to have worked with him um but hopefully have had that kind of connection with a teacher of their own to yeah. remember that remember what yeah. how they make you feel remember how they had faith in you to become who you are. Yeah, I love that yeah. we're celebrating a teacher, an educator tonight, like the night of the yeah. Oscars, because our yeah. culture celebrates so many things like great athletes, great actors. And I think Mr. Dameron, if we had like the Oscars for educators, he would definitely win best educator. Right. Well, <laughs> so, absolutely. you know, and we need to I, celebrate I, teachers more, I think. Yeah. My, my wife, my wife, thank God, is an educator, but she saw like, you know, because I was really bowled over, you know, uh, and I was yeah. crying a lot, just yeah. saying like, you know, this is the dude who really gave me wings, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll me. tell you, the, the morning that news broke on Facebook, it was me and my husband, my husband's name is Chip, and my oldest daughter, her name is Emily, we were up before the two other girls were, and we were sitting on the couch, and I was scrolling, and I put my phone down and my husband looked at me and he goes, what's wrong? And I was like, you know, I said, I just found out because of course Chip has heard a hundred stories about him and how much he meant to me. And I said, 
I just found out that, you know, Mr. Dameron passed away. And Emily looks at me and goes, well, you know, I don't know. She said something like, well, hasn't it been a long time, you know, since you've seen him? And I I just literally started crying. And I was like, you know, Emily, it could be a million years since I've seen him. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's just his impact is profound. It is. It's profound. It really is. It's profound. And I have a teacher friend of mine, and she's in a tough situation with tough kids, and she's so beat down and burnt out about it. And um, truthfully, I think she, I don't know, I feel like listen to these stories. Like this is, don't let it beat you down. Like this is such an opportunity. Like you have such a door open to kids and you can change, you can change their lives. Yeah. Because I'll be honest, we're sitting here talking about him, and in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, what can I do tomorrow or right now to give back in a way that he did? Yeah. 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 It's so inspiring. And yeah. I, I, could, I can't think of a better way to close this episode out. All of you, Sruli, Kelly, Elizabeth, thank you all so much for being here, for being able to share your stories to share um what mr dameron meant to you and you know because what you know this is this is what you what you all are hearing is just the tiniest fraction yeah yeah sort of impact that he made to all of us i love Uh, you all i'm so glad to talk to you and i love mr dameron too and thank you for giving us a chance to just express a little bit (laughs) every one of you guys Everyone yeah, absolutely. I, and, uh, I honestly I honestly don't know where I would be if you guys weren't in my life. And I don't aw. know where I would be aw. if Mr. Dameron wasn't in my life. Group hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Group hug. <laughs> I, I agree. I love you, Mr. Dameron. And I love you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. God so, bless. Let's all get together soon for happy occasions. I know. Does this mean I can come does this mean I can come sleep on your sofa? Yeah, come down to Florida. I think the weather's nice. <laughs> so, so I, All so you I guys say are that, welcome. So, <laughs> we'll camp out in your backyard for three months. So yes. I say, there you go. I'm there teasing. You go. I'm teasing. <laughs> so I, so I say this to all of to all of you listeners. I, you know, like for all of you who are hearing this, um, my apologies if this if this may have sounded like, you know, conversations were going in you know all different directions. This is this is us. This is what you know, this is what we are. This is what we, um, and this is just a little bit of what Mr. Dameron meant to us. So all I have to say to all of you listeners that, that never knew the man, think about the ones who have made an impact in your life and reach out to them and remind them just how much they mean to you. Because there's going to be a period of time when you're not going to have that opportunity to tell them face to face or at least yeah. on the screen or what, or on the phone or whatever. And you got to take these opportunities while you can. And, and I just really hope that Mr. Dameron know, you know, like knew just how much he meant to me and how much he meant to so many other people. Um, we are, um, as I, you know, like if, if, uh, if, if things, if, if I have enough demand, then 
I just may follow up this with another episode, you know, where more people can come in and, and tell their stories. And um, because he touched so many people and I really hope that, uh, that all of you have someone in your life that means just as much to you as Mr. Dameron meant to me and meant to all of us. So for uh, Cerule Brooker, for Kelly Myers, for Elizabeth Meggs, uh, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward, and we'll see you next week. 